0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us as we all tirelessly fight for truth, justice, and the American way. And what a fight it is. The Marxist Dems ordered up 10 rhino senators to bend their knees to President Biden's puppet masters, and push through gun control legislation in the name of gun safety. The Dems' lies go on, and the rhinos always go along. Two of those lying, disloyal ten senators are retiring. The others aren't up for election, siding with the Marxist Dems against their own constituents, the Constitution, the American way, and, oh yes, the Republican Party. These ten cowards would take away Americans' constitutional rights and their guns. Getting rid of rhinos is now almost as important to the Republican Party as defeating the Marxist Dems in the midterm elections. Almost. Europe is a collection of weak socialist states that are, for the most part, supported by American trade and defended by American weapons and our troops. Why, you ask, am I so irritated by the Euros this time? Not only do American dollars have to support Ukraine's defense against the Russian occupiers, and more than 100,000 of our troops are now in Europe to give the effete euros support where their own leaders get the vapors and choose to appease Putin the invader rather than stand with Ukraine. And now the European Parliament has the temerity to insult the United States and pass a resolution condemning the U.S. Supreme Court reminding, reminding Americans it's vital for the Supreme Court to uphold Roe B. Wade and bemoaning American federalism that permits our states to determine their own laws on abortion. And not a word from the Biden White House, of course, in part because the Marxist dims are much closer ideologically to the Euro Marxist than, of course, to American independents and Republicans. What a silly breed the European Pauls have become, their leaders have become, which of course begs the question, what of our own leaders? There's not much to brag about on that account either. But it does raise the question where is that Supreme Court decision? You know, the decision that was drafted back in February and leaked to the national media and reported in the first part of May, overturning not only Roe v. Wade, but also Planned Parenthood v. Casey a decision that would send the issue to the states to make laws on abortion. The radical left has tried to intimidate the justices demonstrating at their homes and the White House condoning such acts, even though the law prohibits such intimidation. And for that matter, dim leaders have publicly threatened the court itself. Two years ago, the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer personally threatened Justices Kavanaugh and Gorsuch over their views and their positions on abortion. And a week ago, a California man was charged with attempted murder of Justice Kavanaugh. The national media didn't even cover the story. The 26-year-old man who told authorities he was mentally ill was arrested near the justice's home carrying a handgun. Security for the court and the justices has been elevated in advance of what will be a historic decision and one the left has openly promised and threatened to protest vigorously. The decision is expected any day now. Great political change is in the air, and very likely this year. The midterms are the very stuff of change historically. And the Biden presidency is a disaster of historic proportions and immense pain for the American people. Political strategists are now predicting a landslide win for the GOP taking back both the House and the Senate, and winning big in doing so. Our guest today is one of the Republican Party's brightest leaders, a great American. He's Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio. And now, Congressman Jim Jordan, and Congressman, great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. You bet. You've made be it, with you. You've made it absolutely clear that this is a one-sided partisan uh, committee, and yet networks turn over their time to them as if this were some <laughs> yeah. sort of fair enterprise yeah. uh, for the re- for the republic
0: well and we haven't learned anything we didn't already know right we already knew they were out to stop there they, they want to make it so president trump can't run again we already know they want to get rid of the electoral college we uh we we already knew that they've talked to hundreds of witnesses thousands of hours of testimony and yet when they put on their production last week choreographed by the former head of abc news uh, we didn't really learn anything that we didn't already know. So um, I think the big takeaway, Lou, is, you know, when you have hundreds of witnesses, thousands of hours of testimony and no cross-examination, there's no ability for Republicans to say, wait a minute, this was taken completely out of context. Wait a minute, this isn't accurate. Wait a minute, we haven't seen. No, no chance to cross-examine the witnesses they brought in front of this committee both last week and this week. So. Um, I think that's a problem and the American people understand the reason that the Democrats are focused on this is they got nothing else good to talk about.
1: I have to say the, the, the committee itself looks like an enterprise of, uh, of some sort of uh, alien species. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> understand what they, they think they're saying, what they're doing. Uh, they seem to have these bizarre uh, roles to play, but I, I just don't get it. Uh, they're yeah. Kinzinger, Cheney, This is just a strange group of people assembled for what purpose to persecute President Trump? What's new here? Right.
0: This is impeachment round three. We've we've always said that Uh, they've made that clear. It's all about trying to get President Trump. The one question that needs to be answered is why wasn't the National Guard made available that day? President Trump made them available. Why weren't they called up, I should say? Um, and Biddy Thompson says that that Pelosi's off limits. And, and the reason he said she's off limits is because she's the one who can answer that question. But they don't want to go there. They want to make it partisan. They want to go after President Trump. And frankly, by going after President Trump, I think they're going after you know the 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 countless number of Americans around the country who don't like this $5 gas, who don't like the 41-year high inflation, who don't like the fact that we no longer have a border, and don't like the rising crime rate that we see in every major urban area. So um, when that's the situation, and when more than 7 out of 10 of our fellow citizens think this country is headed in the wrong direction, that's why they're focused on January 6th, because as I said before, they got nothing else to talk about.
1: Nothing else to talk about. And the Republicans right now uh, talking with a number of strategists uh, looking at, for the first time, people are talking about a huge wave, uh, talking about a gain in the House of 60 seats for the Republicans. Uh, I, I know we're five months out, but that, that's a pretty, that's a pretty yeah. big number. What do you think? We'll see.
0: Uh, I, I do know this, as I
1: travel around
0: our district in Ohio, uh, and as I travel around our state and around the country, it sure feels like there is, is something big going to happen here in the midterm elections, because people are so frustrated. And well, they should be. As I said, you know, we, we have <clears throat> literally went from under President Trump, a secure border, we now have chaos. We went from safe streets, we now have record crime. We went from uh, s- stable energy prices, energy independence, to now $5 gas. And we went from stable prices to a 41-year high inflation rate. We've seen what's happened in foreign policy and not to mention the attacks on our First Amendment and now Second Amendment liberties. So in that context, we better change direction. We better elect uh, Republicans to the majority in both the House and Senate this fall. I do feel like that's going to happen, but we just got to you know, not get overconfident. Just keep going out and, and, and talking to the American people about what we'll do if, in fact, they give us power.
1: You mentioned it, but the Second Amendment here. Uh, what we have seen is this surprise little visitation between ten Republicans, the usual suspects, Graham, and you know, and the list goes on. I, I don't even want to mention their names. It's, it's so sickening uh, to come up with a compromise with the House uh, on <laughs> what they call it gun safety when it's gun control. And and, yep. and your thoughts about it, and how much how concerned should Americans be right now with what that Senate? Uh, is doing? Well, they should be very
0: concerned because as, as, I, as I said, we've talked about before what, what they've attempted to do to our First Amendment liberties. I mean, this whole idea they were going to set up the, the disinformation governance board and censor our speech and, and and label us all crazy. And, you know, that's misinformation, all that baloney. Now they're coming after the Second Amendment. And the scariest thing in this package is literally they're going to try to bribe states, give states money to to set up red flag laws. And the way these red flag laws work, remember the House Democrats passed the red flag law last week Senate's not taking up that specific bill but the thing that the house passed last week would say on a federal level it would say that if someone doesn't like you they can go report you to the government say you're mentally unstable according to them and then within 24 hours there's a hearing that you're not allowed to be out you, you can't you you can't go to that hearing you're, you're not allowed to be at it uh, and they can take away your firearm and then for you to get your Second Amendment Liberty back get your Property back your gun or guns for you to do that. You then have to go to a subsequent hearing that you're allowed to be at. But the standard of proof for the government to keep your right, your fundamental liberty, your second amendment liberty from you, is a lower standard of proof than what we normally have. So that is not how America is supposed to work. And that's what these ten Republicans are getting in bed with the the, the the Democrat Party over there and going to try to pass based on the framework that at least the press has reported that they're considering.
1: When are the Republicans going to learn that rhinos have no place in the party? Uh, they're Democrats posing as Republicans. I mean, when we talk about Lindsey Graham, uh, Mitt Romney, uh, Pat Toomey is resigning. Uh, you know, as is uh, a Portman. But the rest of these guys, Tillis from North Carolina. I mean, these are sickening, sickening people. Well, uh, in the Republican party. What is, what is the problem with the party? You don't see it I happen. Don't. You don't see it yeah. happen with the Democrats. They don't yeah, have don't. a bunch of conservatives over there. right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why you would do that. And, and frankly, so many of them, as you pointed out, Lou, who are uh, at least being reported in the press as going, you know, wanting to go along with this deal are, are not actually coming back. And so, um, <clears throat> you know, the voters supported them for all these years, And now on their way out, they're going to do something that goes against the, the, you know, a core principle and goes against the Second Amendment and due process rights that we're supposed to have as Americans. So that's the part that's frustrating. I hope they I hope they don't go down this road. I I hope there's a change of heart and uh, this that this bill doesn't pass. Um, But, you know, we'll just have to wait and see.
1: Do you have a sense right now of whether that it will pass or not?
0: I don't because no one's seen the, the, the actual language. Um, yeah. Like I said, the part I hate the most is, is, the, is this red flag concept because it's, it's so contrary to fundamental due process to your Second Amendment rights. It is just wrong to treat American citizens. You can have your property taken from you and not have done anything wrong based on what someone says to a judge or to a law enforcement officer saying that you know, you're mentally unstable at the moment. Um, and you lose your property, lose your Second Amendment liberties, and then for you to get it back, and you lose them, by the way, at a hearing, again, as I said, you're not allowed to even be present at, and then for you to get them back, the standard of proof for the government is not beyond a reasonable doubt. The standard is clear and convincing evidence, and so it's a lower standard when you're talking about one of the most important rights we enjoy, in, enjoy as Americans, your right to defend yourself, your family, your property, and protect your, your, your freedom um, with a firearm. That, that is what is so wrong about this stuff.
1: Oh, I want to talk about this January 6th committee a little bit more because of Bill Barr's appearance, Uh, the former attorney general saying basically the president he felt was he was trying to be cute about it. I thought he was putting on quite a performance. What I couldn't figure out is why a former Trump official, high official, the attorney general of the United States was trying to entertain a partisan uh, Soviet era style committee. Uh, as if they were his good buddies. Uh, maybe we're being getting some insight into who he really is. But sitting there laughing about uh, the 2,000 mules documentary, the very concept of uh, geotracking uh, as it relates to yeah. ballot harvesting in the state mm-hmm. of Georgia, particularly, I, I thought the man acted like a complete and utter buffoon, uh, and, and not for the first time either. Your your reaction.
0: Well, I think – step back a second. Think about the context, the broader context. For four years, they told us something. You know, they, they told us that President Trump colluded with the Russians to impact the 2016 election. He stole that election. And, and it was like it was completely made up. We now know that based on the Durham report and the, and the Zussman trial. We know it was completely fabricated and that Hillary Clinton actually told Zussman it's okay to take this false story that we made up, our campaign made up. Through, working through Perkins cooey law firm, Infusion GPS, and everything else, we made this up. But it's okay for you to take it to uh, us to take it to the press, and then that story was also then taken to the FBI. Uh, we 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 know that, but yet, but yet there was no concern according to Democrats, no concern with the 2020 election. Oh, and, and as as recently as as October of 2020, Hillary Clinton was still saying that the 2016 election was stolen from her. I mean, so that's the part that i think just gets at americans so much is like oh my goodness they could do it for four years we're not allowed to say we this should be investigated this should be looked into if you say that you're crazy you're done you're, you're a conspiracy theory that's the part that bugs so many americans because just on the surface we all understand there were problems with the 2020 election namely the biggest problem was states unconstitutionally changing their election law in the run-up to the election that's a, that's the part that i objected to this uh, uh that, that's where that was where my concerns were so that's the part that bothers me. And then to just downplay it um, from the left and from others just makes no sense to me.
1: You know, there's so many things that bother me about that election. Among the things are, are, are the fact that most secretaries of state don't even know how a voting machine works. They've never looked into the software nor have they been given any guidance on it. Uh, They have no way of, uh, of really confirming the vote in their own States uh it's it's really appalling uh yeah but that that's only one part of it then there's the fact that william barr himself uh, was the man who decided not to intervene in the election when he knew that joe biden as he has admitted knew he was lying about hunter biden's laptop about its contents about the political corruption of the entire biden family and allowed uh, allowed this This presidential candidate to lie about russian disinformation again yeah. knowing full <laughs> yeah. well he had been in possession of the laptop for almost a year at that point knowing full well that they did not have russian disinformation near that thing yeah yeah it the was... laptop right no and that's so, so... so ahead, when, there are a lot of questions about the 2020 election and, and let me just say very quickly to get your response What bothers me is no one wanted to investigate. Not a single court wanted to intervene. All of these questions that surrounded 2020 and no agency wanted to investigate. That, on its face, is scurrilous.
0: Yeah. So the left, the the, the, the M.O. for these folks is the left makes up the lie, the press reports it, big tech amplifies it, and in many situations, the bureaucracy, the left-wing bureaucracy, the swamp, also goes along with it. And if you question it, then you get censored by big tech and by the government. So right. we saw that exactly the, the Hunter Biden story. The the lie was, oh, this is Russian disinformation. The press covered it. Big tech said, if you disagree with that, we're going to censor you. They did to the New York Post. And, and, and of course, uh, the, the Democrats said, oh, 51 former Intel officials are going to sign a letter saying that this is not accurate. So that's how the game was working. It turns out everything about that story, the laptop was real, the, the eyewitness was real, everything was real about it, so much so that the Washington Post had to put out two stories within four hours confirming all that just a few months ago, but oh, back in the fall of 2020, no, 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 it was disinformation. So that's how the game is played around here. And now, the good news is the American people have common sense and they see, they see through it. And that's why I think they're going to make a big change uh, come this, uh, this, this fall's midterm election.
1: There is a change. There is a change in the air. Uh, what concerns me is whether or not we're going to see a repeat of 2020. I don't know what's been done about drop boxes all across the country. I don't know how many. Uh, frankly, I don't know how many Archie Epps are out there waiting to be activated uh, for more, uh, you know, activities uh, mm-hmm. in, in the streets. I don't know if Antifa and BLM are going to be available uh, to the Democratic Party again. It's instead of the summer of 2020, making it the fall of 2022. I mean, there are all sorts of questions because there's never been an investigation and put before the American people. We don't have the answers. And we haven't had a committee investigation from either the Senate or the House about all of that. I mean, think about that. No investigation, no impartial bipartisan investigation of what are some of the severest moments uh, imaginable. Uh, in anarchy on the streets of America. We don't have a report how it was coordinated by whom. Uh, And as you say, with the 2020 election, really, Mm. we're supposed to believe these drop boxes uh, with uh, geo-tracking. You want to say what you want to. I I mean, I I love what uh, Dinesh D'Souza, the producer of that film, said about Bill Barr today, saying, you know, a fat guy laughing isn't really an expert witness on geo-tracking. Uh, and that yeah. was the essence of it. Yeah. He'd, no one knocked down empirically, analytically, and professionally the, uh, the allegations about drop boxes not just in Georgia, but around the country.
0: Yeah. And this why the, the week after the election, uh, Jamie Comer, who's the top Republican on the Oversight Committee, and I, uh, the two of us called for an investigation. Investigation here at Congress where you can have the witnesses look into the election uh, the country just wanted to know like the, the when you have more than half the country who thinks that there's a problem with the election it makes it, it just warrants it, it, looking into it. And I always point out, just, just, just think about it. Uh, Joe Biden would do an event, Lou, he'd have, uh, he'd have like seven circles painted on the ground and five people would show up. President Trump would do an event and he get 50,000 people show up to a rally like, like, like he did in, in, in Butler County uh, over, over in Butler, Pennsylvania. And, and then, you know, President Trump increases his vote with African-Americans, increases his vote with Hispanic-Americans, got 11 million more votes than he did the year before, won 19 to 20 bellwether counties. House Republicans won 27 out of 27 toss-up seats. But somehow, the guy who barely left his house uh, wound up winning the election. Well, maybe maybe that's how it worked. Maybe that's all legit. I never said it wasn't. But what I did say is, why don't we look into it? Because a lot of Americans have concern. I'm thinking about President Trump won Ohio by eight, Iowa by eight, Florida by three. That's 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 pretty amazing. And yet somehow Joe Biden's the president. OK, maybe fine. But I think it, it warrants at least looking into. But the left said, no, 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 we can't have congressional hearings. This thing is decided. And if you disagree with us, you're crazy. And that's that's that was the end of the story. Uh, and then they come along with January 6th and go all do do all the things they do there. So, um, yeah, the country would like to have had an investigation where we could at least be reassured that everything was actually fine, according to you know what the left tells us.
1: Yeah. And the left in this country, of course, saying, oh, there should be an investigation might raise some skepticism on the part of the American public about the electoral integrity in this country. Precisely, precisely. And that's exactly what Americans should be uh, in all cases of our government, skeptical. And yeah. that, unfortunately, <laughs> is is a position that also resulted in a cover up of what I think is the biggest crime of all uh, after the persecution of the president is the stealing of the election in 2020. Uh, Criminal charges against Trump, a lot of Republicans are talking that the whole point of this exercise with the January 6th committee, the partisan hack uh, organization, is to lay a basis, a foundation, just for public public record, at least, uh, so that they can indict him and therefore block him uh, in running for president in 2024. Your thoughts about what are no more than, you know, uh, views of some at this point. But I, th- I think it's important that Republican leaders speak to this and you certainly uh, uh, among them.
0: Well, you know, you know, I want President Trump to run I think he's going to and I think he's going to win. Uh, um, and, it, it you know, it's no no surprise that Democrats have been out to get this uh, get President Trump since the day he announced he was running. Uh, and we saw it in impeachment one, impeachment two. And now this this committee, I think, is impeachment round uh, three. And all throughout that process, the president was not afforded due process. I mean, go back to the first impeachment. We were down in the bunker in the basement of the Capitol. The president wasn't allowed to have his lawyer there. We weren't allowed to call in witnesses on behalf of the president. He, I mean, at least we got to be in the room and, and, and hear the depositions. But what a lack of due process. Democrats got to call the witnesses. But even that, as wrong as that was, pales in comparison to what they're doing now because now we don't even get to be in the room to hear any of the testimony, see any of the documents, any of the transcripts. And we don't get to cross-examine the witnesses during during either the deposition or, or, or during um, uh, a hearing. So it's even worse. That's how much they want to get this guy. And I think the reason they want to get him is because they don't like you and I. They don't like the people who support President Trump. That's why they go after him so hard, because they don't like us. And it's, uh, it's wrong, and the country understands that. But I think we're going to prevail nonetheless.
1: Well, I know that with your leadership, certainly uh, the Republican conference in the House will do so. I look forward to those investigations because there are so many questions. And for our government to, to turn on the American people and, as you say, decide that they don't like either President Trump or his supporters, uh, the tens of millions of us in this country, uh, they also don't like America. They hate America. And these Marxist stems who are leading the Democratic Party mean mean to destroy it, and they're well on the way. Uh, we look forward to uh, the midterm elections, and uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, it is always a pleasure to have you with us
0: you bet. here on The Great America Show. Thanks, thanks, Lou. Keep up the good work. Take care. Thank you.
1: <laughs> thanks for being with us, everybody. Tomorrow, our guest is Lee Smith, investigative reporter, columnist, best-selling author, and great American. We're taking up the deep state and the Marxist Dems who, to this point, have gotten away with not only a heist of a presidential election, but the unrelenting political persecution of President Trump from the summer of 2016 to this very day. Join us tomorrow here on The Great America Show. Till then, God bless you, and God bless America.